You're listening to a Roddenberry podcast. I'm Will Green, and this is your Sci-Fi 5, five minutes of science fiction history for December 20th. Over the decades, there have been countless Star Wars video games, but one of the most profitable and most expensive takes place a long, long time before a long, long time ago. Star Wars The Old Republic launched on this day in 2011. Star Wars The Old Republic is an MMORPG, or massively multiplayer online role-playing game, made by BioWare that takes place a few hundred years after BioWare's Knights of the Old Republic games, which puts this game roughly 3,600 years before the events of the films. You play as a member of one of two factions, the Sith Empire or the titular Galactic Republic, with the Jedi being a playable class on the Republic side. Much like the other Old Republic games, essentially, the idea was that by setting it so far in the past, you had a pretty open playground to mess around with without having to worry about how it tied into other contemporary Star Wars events the fans know and love. Sure, there's still Jedi and Sith and nods to the stories that come later, but for the most part, it is its own contained world of stories, which, as it turns out, puts it in kind of a gray area of Star Wars canon. We've talked before on this podcast about the paring down of the Star Wars universe, where basically only the films and a few shows and novels were considered canon, with the rest of the Star Wars stories, known collectively as the Star Wars Expanded Universe at the time, being booted from the official timeline and given the name Star Wars Legends. And while that was a death sentence for some properties, the Old Republic is still going strong, and as more aspects of Expanded Universe start to make their way into the official canon, it's not unreasonable to think that the Old Republic can do the same. Okay, okay, kind of went down the canon rabbit hole again. Since today we're talking about the Old Republic game, which just had its 10th anniversary, we should probably talk about the game itself. Star Wars The Old Republic is actually the third attempt at a Star Wars MMORPG, following Star Wars Galaxies and Clone Wars adventures, and while both have their fans, neither was particularly successful. The Old Republic has the same bones as other MMORPGs, namely, you pick a faction, a race, and a class, you level up, you complete quests, and you team up with other players for dungeons and raids, or their Star Wars counterparts called Flashpoints and Operations. But one of the main differences is the morality system. Basically, you can still make in-game choices, especially through dialogue choices similar to other Bioware titles, that lean you more toward the light side or the dark side, regardless of the actual faction you chose. So you could play as a Sith with a heart of gold, for example, and those choices affect how NPCs and your companions treat you. Initially, the game started with class-specific story arcs, but they've added more to the story through expansions, seven of them to date, which have added more planets, characters, and new aspects of gameplay. The game was a hit at launch, gaining tons of subscribers and packing its servers right out of the gate, and gaining 1 million subscribers in the first three months, giving it the title of fastest growing MMO ever. Which was good, considering that while it's never been officially stated by Bioware, estimates suggest that it was the most expensive video game ever produced at the time, somewhere in the neighborhood of $200 million. Over the next couple of years, the subscriptions fell to about half, but was still enough to keep the game profitable. Eventually, the game changed its monthly subscription model and became free to play, getting its player count back up to over a million a month. 
Even 10 years later, the game is still going strong, nearing a billion dollars in lifetime revenue. And in February 2022, the game will get its eighth expansion, Legacy of the Sith, featuring the return of Darth Malgus, a nemesis in the early stages of the game, thought dead for years. And considering the game has spawned comics, novels, gaming peripherals, and even Lego sets, it seems that just like Darth Malgus, the Old Republic is here to stay. This has been 5 Minutes of Science Fiction History, your daily Sci-Fi 5 for December 20th. Sci-Fi 5 is produced by Roddenberry Entertainment, executive producer Rod Roddenberry. This is a Roddenberry podcast. For more great podcasts, visit podcast.roddenberry.com.